Welcome back, everybody, to the Unbounded Artistry Podcast. Today is Thursday, which is something new for us. We're moving the live streams to Thursdays, and we're going to see how that goes, because it fits our schedule a little bit better. Mm -hmm. We have a couple interesting topics for you this week. We finished up watching Adobe Max, and there's a lot of cool new things to talk about there. And then we have some Tealfish Studio updates that we're going to share with you as well. So Adobe Max was packed to the brim with lots of things. So yes. we're going to do a TLDR edition, and we're just going to list out all the things that happened, and then we will discuss after. Even if so, the TLDR is really long. Hold on to your butts. That's a lot. First up, Firefly Model 2 it has a match feature that can generate new images in the same style of an existing image. You will also be able to upload your own image to be used as well. In Illustrator, they have a new thing called text-to-vector graphic. It's powered by the new Firefly vector model. You can now generate edible vector images from text prompts. Examples are icons, scenes, patterns, and much more. They also have a retype feature, which turns static text in an image into editable text by identifying similar fonts on Adobe fonts. Mockup lets you preview vector graphics on real-life products. It can place graphics on printed goods, signs, apparel, digital devices, and more. And then in Premiere Pro, we now have text-based editing with automatic filler word detection. Thank you, Jesus. So this will quickly identify any ums or ahs that can quickly be removed with a bulk delete. After Effects has an AI-powered roto brush, which allows you to quickly isolate a subject in footage. It separates the subject from the background. It works in tough situations like overlapping limbs, hair, and even transparencies are able to be separated from the background. And in Lightroom, they have a lens blur, which can add bokeh or blur to any part of the photo. They have HDR optimization. Anyone can now edit and export photos with brighter highlights, deeper shadows, and more vivid colors with high dynamic range HDR. Yes, so that was the main things. And then they always do an Adobe Sneaks section, which is honestly my favorite part of Max because it's a behind the scenes of things that they're working on and all the exciting things to come. So <laughs> there's so many things. So some of the things that they had, Project Fast Fill, it brings generative fill to video editing. This allows for text prompts to perform texture replacements. So it allows a user to edit a single frame and it will automatically propagate those edits to the rest of the frames in the video. Then there's Project Draw and Delight. So in this, you can use rough sketches or doodles, and it will turn those into high-quality vectors and illustrations or even animations with generative AI. Then there's Project Neo. You can build with 3D shapes and import that into Illustrator so that you can create your 2D vector content, both with the perspective. Makes really quick mock-ups. Then we have Project Scene Change. This will take footage from two different videos and it will match the angles and the camera perspectives so that you can better match the camera movements. Then there's Project Primrose, which is insane. I never thought Adobe would venture out into something like this, but it's pretty cool. So this was an interactive dress 
So it has the ability to display static or animated content on its surface. It can be controlled by movement and designers can layer this into clothes, furniture, or other surfaces. So cool. Then there was Project GlyphEase. This uses generative AI to create custom letters in vector formats. So you can select three reference letters and they could either be vectors or it could even be hand drawn. And it will take, it'll create the rest of the letters of your text automatically in that style that you have. And then you can add like the AI generation to add cool effects to it. And it remains as live text that can continue to be edited, which is super cool. Then there's Project Posable. This is an AI-based character posing model, and it allows you to set angles and poses of your characters that are gonna be generated by AI. Then we have Project ResUp. This is an AI upscaler that can be used on low resolution videos, and it can be used to crop and upscale a video to full resolution. Then there is Project DubDubDub, and this uses generative AI to translate audio into more than 70 languages and 140 dialects, and it will match the speaker's voice, tone, cadence, and acoustics of the room that they're recording in. Then they have Project Stardust, this is an object-aware editing that uses AI to move a subject anywhere in the scene. It can intelligently recognize distractors and remove them from the images, and it can use the generative AI to add new things to the scene, which are able to be edited in the same way. And then there's Project See-Through, and this one uses AI to remove distracting reflections from an image, and the reflection can also be saved as a separate image to edit so you can have the reflection in one layer and then the photo with the the reflection removed in another layer and it's just insanity yeah it was a lot that's a lot that was a lot so some of these things are actually in the current releases and then some of them are in beta so not everything is totally completed but these are what's to come yeah do you have access to download the beta versions if you want to play around with them until they're finally released to the final versions which i have already been doing and pretty cool stuff pretty cool it's just a lot to digest because i wasn't expecting that many things yeah but they actually have been working on a lot they have definitely done a lot of things. I'm really excited about the the sneaks. There's like a lot of even like the stuff that they have somewhat somewhat fully released. Like the stuff in the betas is like life changing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a, that's the whole theme. I feel like of this year's Max is just the ease of getting something started with the use of AI. Yeah. It was very AI heavy this year, and it was last year as well, but I feel like it was a total shift this year to almost everything was around yeah. the AI evolution, I guess. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything was very geared towards how far AI has come and mm -hmm. where it's going. So, I mean... It's exciting. There's a lot of really cool things. I do wish that the workshops were a little bit better this year because they were just very repetitive, I think, but still really cool stuff. I think everybody's just really excited about the, the new tools. Mm -hmm. They were good speakers, but the ones that were running at the workshops, we just felt were just repeating what they already did in the main stage. Yeah, because typically if you're not familiar with Adobe Max, they'll do 
a big overall presentation, the opening keynote, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about all of the the new things coming and everybody's presenting all of the new features and all of the programs and things like that. And then when it comes to the workshops, usually in the past, the workshops are talking about how to do certain things, the proficiencies in making things super productive and doing things in interesting ways and Mm -hmm. and learning new skills within the programs and things like that. And there wasn't really a whole lot of that this year. It was mostly just talking about the AI tools again (laughs) and showing them, I guess, a little bit more in depth, but it was already demonstrated on the main stage. Yeah, I I felt like they did enough of it on the main stage. Yeah, it was rehashed. And I mean, I know people are excited about it, and I was too, but I really look forward to Max every year because I want to learn new things that are going to improve my normal workflow. Yeah, yeah. And I know some of these things are going to do that, but there's just, I felt like there just wasn't enough takeaways for me this year. Well, I think that's the other thing is that we're getting to the point where there's less and less new things to learn, even though there's (laughs) always a ton of new things to learn, but it's just that we're starting to get to the point where there's just less and less things to really change our workflow is like dramatically like we found all the big things already but some of these ai tools will definitely change things up again once they're fully out there yeah pretty exciting i don't know i mean what which tools are you most impressed by let me just scroll through the list real quick again (laughs) there's 20 different points i think the one that really stands out to me in terms of something that would be useful would be the project res up. I think that's something that could be really useful for us because sometimes we're out doing a floor and fauna video or something like that and the subject is really far away when we're shooting the video aspect because we can't put the 600 millimeter on and shoot video with it because it's impossible to hold stable. I've tried. (laughs) So we're always using a lens that's a little bit shorter and something that we can maintain a stable shot. So being able to punch in on that for certain things and still have it be full quality would be really cool. Yeah. Also, sometimes we're shooting in dark conditions and stuff, and we don't have the best lenses. So, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, I think that's one that I, I would be most looking forward to. And I think just from a editing perspective, the remove filler words is also... For me, that early. was heaven sent. <laughs> Especially when editing the podcast. We've talked about this multiple times where we've been trying to stop doing the filler words. But even when I think we are doing a good job, when I go back to edit it, it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's awful. hard. It's awful. And it takes so long to edit, so just being able to find the filler words and delete it with a click of a button. Right now, this is just in beta, but I have already been playing around with it, and I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, it's it's very hard habit to get out of. Oh my god, I just looked at the tripod, and I just saw how it's on the desk. What? Oh, no, that is very precarious. Brandon. I didn't even realize. Hopefully that does not fall to its demise. Yeah, I wish I had a camera right now. This tripod leg is half on the desk and half off the desk. Yeah. 
That's uh, okay. This just, is fine. Just ignore it. My eye's been twitching all week, and it's going crazy right now. <laughs> what do you mean? I Everything don't know. is totally fine. No, no stress here. This is amazing. It's the least stressed I've ever been in my life. I feel good. Yeah, that's that's very. Nope. Why did you do that? I didn't notice until right now. <laughs> no sudden movements. Oh my god. Yeah, it's just no, no sudden Ooh. movements. Okay. Well, if things go tumbling, you know why. Yes. Hopefully they don't, because that's got the R on it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. Well, in terms of ones I could go without, I think the probably the Project Neo. I don't really think I would do much with that. Which one's that? That's the one in Illustrator where you can build vectors with 3D models and yeah, then import I think it. That's more for like architectural yeah. type of stuff. There's different use cases. I don't know that that would be super useful for what we use these programs for. Yeah, I could definitely see being useful to the right people, but for me, it's the one at the bottom for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think what other ones I really was. The the retype tool, that's amazing. Yeah, I like that. That's because really cool. Because if, if you do design on a regular basis, you always, a rule of thumb I've always said is a lot of the times if you want things to print out really well and not have any weird artifacting and stuff, you create the... You turn the vectors into shapes instead of it being text. So you always want to save two versions, one where it's the editable text if you ever need to go back and change it, mm-hmm. and one where it's the shape version. And now you can just turn it back into editable text yeah. so you don't have to take that extra step and then be like, oh, crap, like I can't, I didn't, maybe I didn't save the right version or maybe the client wants you to change something significantly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm super excited about that. That's going to be amazing yeah it should be a really good feature yeah just a lot of these things are really cool oh what was that question that you asked about ai in the chat so one of the features with the new ai is well should i go back so this is an issue that we've had where are they getting these images from is the artist actually allowing these images to be used that's been a big issue that Mm -hmm. we've had personally with the use of ai and how the program is trained on it so with adobe firefly they actually only use adobe stock images Mm -hmm. to put into the ai training model so i'm fine with that because people are putting their artwork in to adobe stock and they've already basically sold it to adobe to be used so that's where they're pulling all of the content from which is awesome and it will continue to be updated as more people add things to adobe stock one of the features with the generation is that you can do a image match. And when you, you can upload an image and you can say, I want it to match this style. When you upload something and you say that you want to use this for the AI generation, it will say you need to make sure that you have full permission to use it. This is your original artwork. You're not uploading another artist's work or something like that. And then I asked if you use that image match. So say I have a piece of artwork that I really like, one of our paintings or something, and then I'm creating something digitally and I want to use the same style or the same color palette. I can click to match that same style. And my question to the panel that was going over the AI tools is if I do that, if I put my own artwork into this match style, is it then putting my artwork into this learning model, into this algorithm or whatever? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. 
which is awesome. Yeah, that's really good to know. Because otherwise I would not be using that tool. Yeah. So I was very excited about that. So it can actually be a really useful tool if you want to get a rough idea of how something that you've done would look. Maybe you're just really rough draft and you can, I guess, keep working on it yeah. <laughs> until you get a final thing. It seems like AI is going to be more of a tool. Yeah, a tool, not at least how I would use it. It would be more of a tool to get to a final place. I wouldn't just put something in an AI generating tool and then have it spit something out and be like, this is my final product. Yeah. I think that's definitely the difference that how Adobe is approaching AI. They are very much saying, pushing the idea of it being a tool to to make your creativity and to give you more options to actually do the creative parts, getting rid of the tedious things, getting to actually spend your time being creative and making the creative portion of the content that you want to do instead of the tedious stuff that you don't really want to do and using it to get your ideas from concept to reality a lot quicker. Yeah. So I like that it was presented that way. It was pretty cool. So it's very exciting. It is definitely going to change, I think, the way a lot of artists and designers approach their work. But I think the thing is that this is not just putting in text prompts and it generating something. It's giving you different starting points and it's going to help you build what you want to do in a more intuitive way, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And then what was what was that thing called with the crediting? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I think, I don't know what it was actually called, but yeah, they have a way to attribute the any of the artists or photographers or whatever people are giving their references in generated work. So there's a whole list of people's names that have contributed to those different parts. They're basically trying to get all of these different creative platforms that use the AI to do it responsibly and credit who the original artists are of the artwork, or at least flag it to say, this was AI generated, this was not, or this was AI assisted. It's not like yeah. a completely yeah. original work, so you can't fake, oh, I'm I'm a, I'm an amazing artist, and then you actually don't do anything. It's just AI. I mean, people are going to do that. Yeah, AI-generated art has a distinct look to it right now, and I feel like over time that's going to dissipate and it's going to be a lot harder to tell. Yeah, definitely. But right now it definitely has a certain style. Hawkins asks, can you trust the editing feature to really match the existing font and size if you've resized the image, though? I think if it's resized, it's still fine. It will still identify it. But if you've modified it like significantly, it probably won't give you the exact font, but it will still try to match the style as close as possible. You might be able to, because a lot of the times if we're making like a logo or something, we will modify the font Mm -hmm. to fit the logo, but there are certain letters that may not be modified. So you could probably just select those and try to identify the font that way that haven't been altered significantly. But it's pretty good at finding what the actual font was Mm -hmm. and or at least giving you something close, like similar to Yeah, because it's coming out of Adobe's library, so it's not going to have every font that's out there. Yeah. It'll give you something roughly in the ballpark. Yeah, like if you stick to doing mostly Adobe fonts, you'll probably have a better likelihood of getting the correct one. Yeah. 
I mean, they have so many fonts, so I'm sure there's very few cases where it's not going to be able to come up with something close. It's pretty cool. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What else do we want to talk about? The inspirational keynotes? Those were awesome. Yeah, I mean, they made they're me, very... They made me cry. Very inspirational. <laughs> they were very inspirational. They, they did what they, they said they would do. I feel like those were definitely worth watching versus the... Uh, the workshops. Yeah, workshops, yeah. Yeah, the workshops this year, unfortunately, were pretty lacking. It was very repetitive of the mm-hmm. other, like, the keynote and stuff. Yeah. But the inspirational... Very good. ...presenters were so inspirational yeah yeah. (laughs) i cried a couple of times i love design i love art oh yeah let's talk about this um we were looking at the prices to go to max oh my god (laughs) like in person so expensive i don't think i want to i would love to go to adobe max like in person what was it like fourteen hundred dollars right yeah and that's just the ticket yeah that's that's just just for one person Mm mm-hmm it would cost us a fortune to go. And that's, I think that was the early bird ticket, too. It mm-hmm. gets more expensive the longer you wait. I think it was maybe 16 something for... The, if you wait till like, the last minute. Yeah. And then you also <sighs> need to pay for your flight and your hotel and your food. Yeah. It's out of our price range. Well, maybe if you get selected to be a, a speaker, they give you a ticket, room, and board. Well, I don't know. <laughs> when are we going to become a speaker? <laughs> Never. Well, you're going to look back at this moment in time and be like, well, I did it. I wish. No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure that everyone up there was probably at some point, I'm never going to be up there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to be there. Yeah, but they've reached a level of success where it makes sense. Yeah, but you, that ain't every, gonna happen everyone, to me. everyone starts. That won't happen to us. Everyone starts somewhere. I guess. But we've been starting for eight years. <laughs> no, but we're actually starting. Fair. Yeah. Now we're actually starting. And we're also freaking out. <laughs> what do you mean? Just a little. Uh, just a little. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyways, see, is there anything else about Adobe Max? It's hmm. cool. It's just a really fun time i'm so glad that they had done a because i wasn't able to do it for a long time because they never really had a virtual version until the pandemic and i'm glad that they kept the virtual sessions because it's just something that shouldn't be gatekeeped like anybody that uses adobe products should at least get basic access like you don't get obviously access to everything but you get access to a lot of it like the keynotes and the inspirational Mm -hmm. keynotes and some of the workshops and stuff like that. It's just really nice that they continue to do that. And I hope they keep, keep that up. Well, they should because people pay a lot. (laughs) Like it's the least they can do. Yeah. Plus they're raising the damn prices. Yeah. Well, I will say, cause we were pretty, we were pretty upset about the the price. I mean, I'm still still upset upset about it, but like seeing the volume of work and the, types of things that they've been working on and innovating it makes sense that they did raise the pricing because i mean they're paying all of these like engineers and designers and things to figure these things out and to give us these tools so yeah i, I know it kind of makes more sense to me now i'm a little less irate about it <laughs> i'm still not happy about it i mean I, I wasn't happy because, like, my biggest thing was that they didn't add anything new. And I was like, we already had access to all of this. But now seeing all of these things that they've been working on, I was like, okay, they did add more, like, new things. And it's definitely going to make our lives a lot easier for a, for a lot of the things. Yeah. So that's exciting. I don't know. Wait, was there something else you wanted to talk about? I'm trying to think. 
I think that actually might be it for Max. Yeah. A lot of really cool oh, features. Oh, the, the man from Jexy was there. <laughs> well, I forget his name. I don't actor. know his name either. If you haven't seen that movie, it's very funny. Yeah. We thought it was good. They they always have at the sneaks like some random celebrity. It was that, Kevin Hart one year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like always some random celebrity that knows like nothing about design or yeah. designers. And but it's just very weird. It is very weird, but it's also funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's comical. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. So if you are interested in participating in the discussions when we are live, we have something called Koi Coins. And you can earn these in the Twitch chat just by hanging out and being here when we're live. And then you can redeem some Koi Coins to ask us questions or comment on topics that we're discussing. So come hang out. Yeah. On Thursdays now instead of Fridays. Yeah. Now we're on Thursdays. And the next topic is the Tealfish Studio updates. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we realized the other day that it's already been two months since Rose has been working full time on the business. And yep. <laughs> it's crazy how fast time flies. It's insane. Because it does not feel like that long at all. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's been two months since my layoff i haven't been working on the business stuff the entire time like two weeks was just working on my portfolio a week was gone when madison passed away yeah so that's three weeks then we just had max adobe max was another week so i mean to be fair probably at least a month yeah that i've been fully working on the teal fish studio well not even. Well, I guess that still was Tealfish Studio because then another week was the commission. Oh yeah, that was that was that is that is yeah that counts. So that accounts for five five weeks. Okay, so there are some other things, but overall, <laughs> two weeks or two months. It it's to the point where we were on our walk the other night and Rose is like, I don't feel like I've actually done anything. Yeah, like I'm work. I feel like I'm working nonstop, but I don't feel like I'm doing anything. Weird. I don't feel like I'm doing anything. Yeah. Then I had to remind her of what she's actually done, and I had to like list it out here. So it's the website commission, which she already talked about. Then she redid a whole bunch of different business documents. She created them from scratch and designed them all as well. Then we've been working on marketing things as well in the background, and she's been taking a bunch of different courses and working with different coaches, and that's just probably the most the largest things that she's been working on. Yeah. She's been working on other stuff, too, behind the scenes. It, it, it doesn't feel like I've done anything. Yeah, and she updates the schedule every day. <laughs> I do, because I like to put exactly <laughs> what I worked on Yeah, from day to day. Like, we'll have a plan. Everything is, like, blocked out in the calendar of, like, I'm going to work on this, I'm going to work on this, I'm going to work on this, and then it doesn't happen. So then I go back and then, okay, well, I actually worked on this instead. So that way we can yeah. figure out the best process i realized that when i start working on something i can't stop and switch gears to something else like we had it initially that i was going to work on stuff for our etsy shop Mm -hmm. in the morning and then i was going to switch to doing like editing but once i start editing a video i won't stop until it's done and when i started working on the etsy shop stuff i didn't stop i worked for 11 hours that day i think like, from the moment I got up to the moment I, like, went to bed. Well, I didn't go to bed. To the moment you went to bed, and then I stayed up for a couple extra hours watching TV. 
to uh, unwind. <laughs> yeah, she's been having late nights. Very late nights. Yeah, it's been interesting. I yeah, I guess I did do all of this stuff for the Etsy shop too. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have some commission stuff. I had done that Ko-Fi thing, and I was like, oh, we could use the Ko-Fi thing for commissions, but nobody really looks at that. Yeah. So I think we're just going to maybe use that as like a, the tip jar for the Twitch streams. We used to do it through what stream elements for yeah. like the tip jar. So I think we just do it through Ko-Fi instead. I'll pull the commissions off of there and we're just going to do the commissions either through our website or through Etsy. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what we're going to focus on is that platform. Yes. Yeah. So I think it just makes more sense to just do it that way. Cause we just, we're pulling ourselves in way too many directions and we have to narrow our focus a little bit. Just a tad. <laughs> like a lot. Yeah, because there's as we have too many ideas, and there's just not enough time to do Even everything to the scale that we want to do. So we have to just really pick a pick a path and just go in one direction. <laughs> yeah. Ideally, I would love to just have our own shop on our own website, but the logistics of that and getting traffic to our site without organic traffic of Mm -hmm. a marketplace like Etsy doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. So I think what we'll do is for our services, we'll still have our commission services and our contact form and stuff on our website, but then we'll have our services and our items on just the Etsy shop. And then we still have the Patreon, but I don't know what the hell to do with that at this point. (laughs) I don't know either. I'm lost uh, as to what to do with that because, I don't know, I think we started it too soon. Yeah, I would agree. Everybody was like, you should start a Patreon. All right, let's do it. And then we did it, and then we're like, this was a mistake. Because we were putting so much content on there, but nobody was seeing any of it. So we're like, it's not a good idea. Too much things behind a paywall. Yeah, for the amount of time that we spent on working on things. Yeah. So right now it's just if you would like to support us, Here's our Patreon. You get a special title in our Discord. Yeah, and then maybe once we get settled, we'll figure out what to do there. Yeah, things that we've been throwing around is... I think the the main thing we want to use the Patreon for right now is try to grow the Discord up, build that up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then I think maybe eventually I would like to maybe run some workshops or something and be like, this is how to do good design for maybe somebody that's not a traditional designer or a course on how to do X in this program, you know, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because I used to do that at work. I used to run so many webinars and teach other designers how to do stuff. So why don't I just do that for us? I don't know. I was like, I already have courses, basically. I've made workbooks to go with the courses. Mm-hmm. I have little presentations. I could do that again, but there's just nobody that's interested in it right now, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. We... So we'll see. That could be something that comes. We'll have to revisit in the future. Yeah. It's a lot of just figuring figuring things out slowly but very slowly well we gotta like super slowly yeah we have to figure things out on a faster pace yeah because yeah i can't believe it's been that long already it's terrifying i know because also we're already at the end of october which means there's 
already a limited window for the holidays. I'm going to start trying to make some new products for the holidays. So that should be coming soon in the shop. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I did, I did put the stuff, stuff in for Halloween, so yeah, that is, was are... done. But I think we want to try to expand the types of products that we're doing Yeah. for the holidays. And, uh, yeah, it's there's just a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff coming. I think, overall, we have a pretty good idea of what we want to do. It's just finding the right way to prioritize things that's the hard part what do you mean because of the holiday coming up and that limited window what do we focus on for that and we have the video content that we're doing as well and it's just figuring out how to prioritize and make sure that we have time to do everything yeah we talked about this before as well as when we first started out we were just graphic designers and then during the pandemic, we also became streamers and YouTubers and musicians. I mean, we worked that already. But yeah, like, but we leaned into it more. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it really changed the dynamics of what Tealfish Studio overall is. And I think we got a little lost in the shuffle. But I think we're going back to our roots and we're going to focus more on the design services that we offer. I think we're going to focus more on the web design because with the web design, we can incorporate all the other things that we do. Yeah, yeah. So we can incorporate logos and branding and custom illustrations and all this other thing. And we'll still do portraits and other types of artwork and stuff like that as commissions as well. But I think mainly we're going to focus on the, the web design and all the branding stuff. And then... We'll also still have like our Etsy shop and we can put things in there periodically and we'll still stream. And so I guess it's not that big of a change. <laughs> it's not that big of a change, but it's just more focused. More, yeah, definitely more focused on a single thing. Yeah. And then we also have like a lot of ideas for what to put in the Etsy shop as well. Mm -hmm. We just got to get to making stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's just quite a bit quite a bit of things yeah sometimes when we start thinking of like all the different aspects of the business it's just very overwhelming because there's just so many parts to it yeah especially for only two people and two people that are very indecisive yeah <laughs> doesn't yeah. help either two people that are indecisive <laughs> and still have just a very big lack of time yeah time and resources there was supposed to be a video today but we forgot to put it up <laughs> and we're actually gonna just move our release date to fridays yeah so with all the things that have been happening and like we've been talking about like all the new products we're going to be making and stuff we're like okay it makes sense to start doing like studio vlogs because mm. we started seeing we started watching like okay other artists like what did the, what content are other yeah, artists yeah. doing and what are they making and, like, yes, a lot of it is similar to what we do, like the speed drawings and the speed mm -hmm. paintings and um, some tutorial -y type stuff. And then they do these studio vlogs, which is basically what we do with Flora and Fauna. But instead of it being, like, out taking photos, it's, like, in the studio making whatever they're working on. And we're like, oh, that makes sense. Let's do that. And we tried to do it. And what happened, Brandon? Every time that we've tried to do a vlog like that, <laughs> it does not turn out. We don't know how to vlog, apparently. This one was completely opposite. It turned into an interview. Yeah. It was actually very well structured as an interview. We don't know how to do yeah, it. Yeah, we don't know how. We're going to keep trying. 
we are gonna try it again this weekend because we got a little spoiler we got a couple things <laughs> couple things got a couple things we have reinvested into our business because yeah. now that we know the direction we're going in we need some we needed some things some equipment so we can get things ramped up yes yep yep so the that's to come, and we're going to try to do a vlog again, but the video tomorrow is basically an interview. Yeah. An interview with Tealfish Studio and our two different perspectives on how it's going so far and what we're doing and what we're working on. So, I don't know. Maybe some people will find it interesting. Maybe. <laughs> it was definitely not what we were going for. Not what we were going for, but it is what it is. We're like, ah, eh, whatever. I mean, even if it's like... Our videos, like even if it's stuff that people don't watch or care for, I still like doing it because it's just first of all, it's fun to do, mm -hmm. and second of all, it's like it's like a diary for us. Like we oh, yeah, can go back sure. and like look at things and be like, man, look like how much we grow grown. And I mean, like, we, we do that now. We're like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like nice to document for ourselves oh, like yeah. the journey of what we're doing. You know, I just I like it. I think it's very enjoyable. It is very enjoyable. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's to come. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we had to do a slightly different studio setup. Not that you can tell from this angle, but we were struggling with figuring out our lighting and stuff because things have changed. Again. <laughs> so hopefully it looks okay. Yeah, it's definitely brighter than the previous ones, but this is the only way we could get it to stop flickering maybe it's fine maybe it's better a little brighter i don't know i don't know but we had to rearrange things a little bit to make room for all of our new new things. our new things our new projects our new workspaces i just hope everything works out why 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 would you say that because what do you mean i just hope the things work out the way they're supposed they have to. to we don't have a choice <laughs> We are, we are committed. And we are now, yeah. There's no way we can go back. Yeah. It is what it is. It is point. what it is. I mean, if not, we'll find other things we can do with it. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm just saying plan B. Always have a plan B. Yeah, true. Plan B, C, D. But. But yeah. I was earlier talking to, this is off topic, but on topic. I was earlier talking to my mom, like talking about the business stuff. And then she's like talking about making baklava and selling it. And I was like, well, I mean, technically we could do that. And then I started researching making baklava. And what if Tealfish Studio also sells baklava? I could make the packaging and stuff. Me and mom could make a separate channel of our baklava recipes. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, okay, how many how many more possible directions could we take Tealfish Studio? I don't know, but we now also we make, Matt, now we make food. Basically, every day we have a new YouTube channel idea, and then we're like, how would we ever make content for all of these? We would have like probably over a hundred different channels, like if we with all That's of our the ideas. Thing. It's like we we already have like a bunch of channels that yeah. we haven't actually like launched like yet. At least ten. But we're like, okay, if we, we're still trying to get this channel, like, figured out, like, really, yeah. like, understand what type of content we want to release on here. But there's so many other things that we want to do, and we're like, well, how the hell are we going to make content for all of these different channels? Yeah. 
we kind of we got okay so we both have we got our teal fish studio channel so we're still figuring that out yeah we both have our, our own music channels yes which we have figured I, out i mean we haven't done anything just, new on them yes. in like a year <laughs> correct we haven't actually made any new music to yeah, put on don't, them we don't but when we time. do they will go there and then we each have a gaming channel yes so i think we figured out and then we, we also have a skit channel yes which we haven't and then we also yet. have the bird feeding channel yes we ran into an issue with that yeah the rat the rat we're not we're still not really sure what to do i don't know i would love to go back to feeding the birds though because they they bring me so much joy I mean, maybe we just do it and just say, the hell with it, whatever. It's already out there anyway, so. Yeah, it's because of the neighbor. Yeah. Because. Yeah, well, I don't know. We don't want to encourage it more with the bird seed, but. I mean, if it's already there, I don't know what the right thing. But, like, for the gaming, so last night we did a Baldur's Gate stream. Yes. And we figured out how to do the, like, the co-streaming. Is that what you call it? So there's, like, this feature on Twitch that's called Guest Star. Yes. And you can basically have another streamer on your channel. So we did that on both of our channels. So now we're both on, on each other's channel streaming at the same time. Yes. <laughs> we're both on each other's channel streaming at the same time. So we figured on the nights that Brandon's doing his normal gaming streams, I will also stream. And then we'll just play a game together. And then we'll take our individual VODs and, and put those on those them. gaming channels. Yeah, just upload them. So that could be fun. It's just nice to play games again. Yeah, and I think we're going to have to start again. Again? Oh, because I, I messed up last night? Yeah. Okay, we'll do it again. Third time's the charm. Yeah. I uh, I accidentally jumped down a hole that was like hard mode, and we just kept dying for like an hour <laughs> over and over and Not only over that, again. but there were some technical things that we ran into in the beginning, too. Oh, that's right. I didn't have it set up correctly, so nobody could hear the game sounds or Brandon for the first... Yeah, and then, then there was like an echo part where it was playing oh, your yep. game audio through. Correct. Now that it's set up correctly, though. It should be good, as long as you remember what you did. I think I do. No. I think we just have to double check it before okay. I go live. Okay. And then we'll start over. And then it should be fine. Theoretically. I mean, everything's always theoretically we'll, around we'll here. We'll start it over again. And hopefully... That'll be the last. If it doesn't work, it's the last. <laughs> Brandon was like, Baldur's Gate, but all we do is play the intro. <laughs> yeah. Every Wednesday, come see the beginning. What is it? Probably half hour of the game. Because it takes like an hour to get through the character creator. I'm, I'm happy about doing this, though, because it's been so long since we actually like gamed together. Like yeah. When we first started Twitch, that's all we were doing. We were I playing know. Overwatch. We, and would we were play, playing PUBG. We would play Apex. Apex. That's all we used to do is we just used to do gaming. And then all of a sudden, I found music. Yeah. And then we we started doing the art stuff and we like left the gaming behind so i'm happy that we're bringing the gaming back me too i'm very excited because i'm a gamer that's the other thing what? your streams are moving to friday yeah why did we do that oh because we moved the podcast yeah we moved the podcast and like energy for me is just doing music anyway so yeah. we figured because i haven't really been doing music streams yeah friday night music let's yeah, go because i use i was trying to do the daytime music streams but it just doesn't it doesn't hit the same she's not a day streamer i'm just not she likes to be it's okay like i night. think it, like some people liked it because they're like oh we can have you on in the background while we're working or whatever but i just 
I don't know. She's, it's also like that whole thing of like I'd have to stop working on whatever I'm working oh, yeah, on during yeah. the day to stop and then stream and then get back to it. True. So I, I get like in that flow state, like the tunnel vision of like, I just want to work on this one thing. And I ended up skipping a bunch of the streams because of that. Cause I was like, Oh, I have to finish editing this video. Oh, I have to work on this yeah. shop stuff or whatever. It just makes more sense to do it at night. So yeah, yeah we're going back to Friday nights. Nice. So that'll be fun. And then we'll do our art stream on Saturday. Yeah. That, <laughs> that one stays unchanged. Were we doing it on Saturday? Yeah. I think we moved it to Monday one day. Yeah, then, and that was the the acrylic pour day, which didn't was a work. disaster. Yeah. Yes. So we're back to Saturdays. Yeah, I think I will say right now that Thursdays for the podcast <laughs> is way better. Yeah, I I feel I feel like awake. <laughs> yeah. You seem more awake too. Yeah, because Fridays is Are just rough. the end. Yeah, yeah, it's just brutal. So I think. I think that's good. So we're basically doing Wednesday through Saturday for stream days. So Wednesdays is going to be our gaming days. Thursday's the podcast. Friday will be music. And then Saturday will be art. Perfect. I think that works. Yes. And then, I don't know, we'll just go from there. Yes, we will. So... We're, I think we're slowly, slower than I would like, but we're slowly figuring out how, like, we're trying to not be so hard on ourselves about, like, okay, this didn't work, this didn't work, because we used to be like, oh, man, we have to just make this work, but we realized we can't just force it, so we've just been doing a lot of trial and error, and we're like, okay, this seems like it would work better, this seems like it'll work better, let's yeah. change this, let's change that, so I do think the... The Wednesday, it took a lot of set up, setting up. But, but now that we know how to do it and our scene is set up, I think we're good. It's much easier to hop into now. Yeah, and it was fun. It's a nice like midweek break. To yeah, that's fun. why I like I like it on, on Wednesday because yeah. it's just like that halfway point. So that works, and then we got the dedicated gaming time. Then this definitely seems better on Thursday. Yes, so much better. And then Friday is music, so I'm good there. And then Saturday. I think Saturdays have been good. Yeah, Saturdays are For fine. the art stream. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with those. So that's all good. And then the million other things that we're doing. Sprinkled in there all week long. Yes. It's good stuff. Time blocking definitely seems to work better for me, though. Like, in a day-long format versus, like, chunking out, like, a couple hours here, a couple hours here on the same day just does not work for me. Makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. I can't do it. I just can't stop. I had that problem at work, too. I know. Like, I was just, like, keep working on... I know. I told you time and time again, you got to take your breaks, take your lunch, and... I can't. She didn't listen. I can't do it. Once... That's the thing with, like, creative work, is, like, once you get into that, like, flow state, you can't stop. I mean... Because when you go back to it, it just isn't the same. Like, you just got to crank it out and get it done. Yeah, but it's not something I would have done. Well, I mean, everybody works differently. I know. That's just the way that I work. I know, but you don't get paid for that. I do now. Well, not I actually. I don't get paid at all now. <laughs> actually, just kidding. I actually don't get paid anything. Well, I mean, there are certain things that you get paid for, but then, like, the majority of the work, like 90% of the work so far is just... It's building the building, groundwork. Yeah, the building stage. Good things to come, I hope. Yes. Also... Um, Lots of things to come. Yes. I'm, I'm hoping we can figure out how the hell to do these studio vlogs. I just, I don't know why we can't do it. I think we have an idea of how to. It's so much easier to do the flora fauna stuff. 
Yeah, because it's like, ooh, look at this. It's like, ooh. <laughs> look at that. What do we have over here? What do we Even have with those, I feel like they can be stronger, like a lot stronger. Well, yes. Like in the. They've, they've definitely gotten better over time. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's still, still some. Like, I wish I did better for the bird challenge one. Because, like, I don't know. Like, oh, I saw this. And then I was like, oh, I saw this. And then I was like, oh, I saw this. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the whole thing. That, it's it's like we had to point. capture yeah, the yeah. Well, I, mean, I just wish it, it was, I just had something more interesting to. To add? To add. Well, we didn't know what birds we were going to see either. I, know. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing with nature photography is just you're at the, the orange. It's just all orangey. It's, it's just randomness. Out. It's I all randomness. I love doing that. I don't know. Like, we haven't gone out yet. I don't know if we're going to be able to get fall. I don't know. This we'll This weekend's looking like rain. And then next weekend might be okay, but I'm not sure if it might be too late by then. I don't, I don't know. know. It's going to be I don't know close. where the when the peak is for I don't us. know either. We haven't been out in weeks. We'll see. I don't know. We'll I see. hope we get a chance to go out and fall because those colors are just so lovely. So lovely. They're only here for a very short time sometimes. Because mm-hmm. it depends on the weather because it can all be off the tree in a matter of days. Yeah. If it's really windy. Yep. Uh, everything's so complicated. Very complicated. But perhaps we'll perhaps we'll find a window, a window of time. I hope so. Me too, because I do like fall. It's my favorite time of year. I just it sucks when it's like rainy all the time, and yeah. then you just don't get the opportunity to like enjoy it. Yeah, if our camera stuff was weather sealed, it would be okay. Mm-hmm. But maybe we have to get like raincoats for our cameras. Hmm. Can't you get like a like a cover like a body cover or something maybe probably i don't know i'll have to look into it i'm sure that exists but it's also just probably a pain to work with yeah i don't know just buy a tarp cut it up and <laughs> i mean yeah you can do it. that <laughs> shrink wrap it saran wrap our camera yeah. this be fine diy waterproofing why not i don't know put it in a plastic bag and just cut a hole for the lens to stick out i guess the lens is not waterproof either, though. I wouldn't want, like, water to get in there. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. What else is going on? I think that might be it. I'm sure there's tons of stuff we missed, but I think... Yeah. I, think that's... I mean, if you watch the video, the interview with Tealfish Studio tomorrow, you'll get a little bit more information on the business side of things. All of the meetings coming up, the local resources, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yes. It's a lot. That I'm working on the next video, mm-hmm. which is a follow-up to the Great Egret Overexposed video. Mm-hmm. And we have a very successful trip to share. Yes. Very exciting. We didn't do a part two of the, the bird challenge, but I did also get my certificate and my badge. Oh, yeah, she did. For the birding challenge. So very exciting. I hope we can do it again. Yeah, because we weren't sure if we were going to be able to get out again before the deadline. So we just went back through and just picked out some of the birds that she found earlier in the year. Because we wanted to make sure we got those in. And I got the two rare birds that are in that video. Yeah. That I was able to add. I forget what those ones were already. It's a yellow-throated chat. And then the other one is... And then the other one was like a blue-throated something... I got the throated birds. Blue-throated something. What was it? I don't remember. Can't remember. But they were 
rarer birds. And I was like, what are you? You're so cute and adorable and fluffy and I love you. Yeah. I think we were we were talking about this and we were saying that we want to try to maybe internally do a challenge of when we go out, try to find the rarest birds we can find. Yeah, yeah. Because we always see similar, like the same couple species. Species? I think for a lot of them, you have to Hang know out. where they are and just wait for them to adapt to your presence. Mm. Because a lot of times I think we just are like, oh, it's back there somewhere, and then we'll find something else. We don't, yeah, We. I mean, a lot of nature photographers do the waiting game where they'll, like, know that there is a certain species somewhere, and then they just hide out hmm. and wait for it to show up. Maybe that's actually an idea is we just pick a spot that and just wait and for see something what to come to and us. We'll we don't do that. Yeah. We're just we're on the move the entire maybe time. That, that could actually maybe be a video idea. Maybe one of us stays in one spot and the other one just goes around and we see how what, who ends up with what at the end. I don't want to split up. OK, OK, OK. No. Okay, okay. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> no. We won't split up. You stay there and I'll go. No. <laughs> Maybe I can just trick her. You just, you, you hold this spot. No, I'll look at I'm it. not going to stay. If, if if it's going to be that, then you can just sit there and wait and I will walk around. Wow. I like to explore. I don't, I don't know. Like, right. I get why, I get why nature photographers do that because they want to get that shot. But yeah. I don't like just staying in one spot. I like to explore. Peruse. Yeah. I mean, that's why we found those birds. We went in a different path than we usually do on, when we went on that trip because we never usually take those certain. No, I never, paths. I've never been back there. So at least like, that I remember. I was like, let's try, let's try a different path today, and we ended up finding different things. It's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's also nicer in the fall because those mosquitoes aren't eating the crap out of me. There's still a couple, but not as bad. Not nearly as bad. But I'm. I'm wondering, I don't know. I would like to go do some winter photography this year, but usually when we go out in the winter, we don't see anything. <laughs> Everything's like hiding out. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of animals usually. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll go on a couple trips. I'm sure we will. See. We'll just see what we happen to find. I think it's more of like a landscape photographer's paradise. Yeah, and I don't think any of the landscape around here is... Ideal. Yeah, for that type of stuff. I mean, I'm sure you could find it, but I'm not that type of photographer. I don't really like the whole landscape stuff that much. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, but it's just not for me. It's not as exciting to me. I like finding those like little little moments with the little aminals. Yeah. I enjoy it. Me too. That's why that's what I do. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anything else? I don't went on a tangent. Yeah, there. I mean, we went on many a tangent tonight. Well... <laughs> I think that's probably... We're talking about what's going on with Tealfish Studio, and that's what's going on. I mean, yeah, what's going on? Going on tangents. Yeah. Tangent unlocked. But yeah, I think slowly we are developing a plan. <laughs> a plan <laughs> and a schedule that seems to be working. Yeah. It's just a lot of trial and error, a lot of adjusting. Yeah. There's a lot of other things that we want to do, but we're just not sure where to fit them right now. Yeah, I think we just got to start with something and just focus on it and try to get that going as fast as we can because... Otherwise, we're in big trouble. Yeah, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. But no, we we got some, some good ideas, I think. I'm just trying to be as smart with our resources and our time as we possibly can be. Yeah. But time is running out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. 
what a crazy world. What the heck? The last couple years, the last several years have been weird. <laughs> been really weird. I don't know what you mean. Not at all. No? No idea. Just stuff I never thought I would live through. Yeah, I mean, yep. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much sums it up. It's like a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Very complicated. Mm-hmm. Great opportunity, not a great time for the opportunity to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like there's a recession or anything. Nobody wants to say it, but it's happening. <laughs> but yeah, we'll just try to make the best of it. Yep. I mean, that's all we can do, so. Yep. We'll just see what happens. And who knows? So, what else you got? Anything? Any final, final thoughts? Nope. If you like us, stick around and see what we do, I guess. Solid. Yep. I don't know what else to say. That's our heart. If you enjoy our company and our humor <laughs> and perhaps our art, stick around. Wow. See, see the journey and the growth, hopefully. Either that or... Stick around for our demise. <laughs> Stick around to find out what not to do when you're a small business owner yeah. in the design realm. It's just so weird because we have had Teal Fish Studio for so long, but it's it's just taking on a like new evolution. Like now we're actually like, oh wait, now it's actually like a business. Yeah. And we're not really like established. So it's like it's like we're starting from zero, which is weird, because we have been doing it for such a long time. But not at this level. Not even close to this level. Which... You would think we would have, would have been more prepared, but when we actually like sat down to be like, we need these contracts, and we need proposals, and we need this, and we need a process, and we need a... Like, we were not ready. No. At all. So it's been a lot. It's like, it's like basically starting from nothing. <clears throat> like a startup. Yeah. But we have to do it really fast. <laughs> yeah, we have to, like, somehow speed run it. Speed run starting up a company which is, that has already been started. Which is difficult because, yeah, just starting a successful business is just very tough. A little bit. I mean, bit. anyone can start a business, but actually having a success, successful one is very hard. Yes. Yes, it is. On that note, I think that's about it for this week. Yep. <laughs> so thanks for hanging out on this Thursday night and uh, listening to our business updates and learning about Adobe Max. Mm -hmm. So if you are watching this on YouTube, you can always listen to us on Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, Audible, Google Podcast, and Spotify. If you are listening and you want to watch the video version, you can go over to youtube.com slash tealfishstudio or catch us live every Thursday evening at twitch.tv slash tealfish studio yeah and until next time may your artistry always be unbounded bye, bye.